All right, no. Austin. So where can we find you? I'm not recording it. And this week, we're joined by Austin of High Caliber Craftsman. Austin, please tell oh, us your mention God. and also where we can find you at. Not doing it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit this out. Welcome to the Makeshift Podcast, hosted by Chris Powell from Full Steam Designs and myself, Corey Stanley from Odyssey CNC. And this week we're doing uh, <laughs> our train of thought. We're joined by uh, Austin Saunders from High Caliber Craftsman. What up, Austin? What's going on, boo? Oh, nothing. Did you I almost his name. I almost no. It wasn't that. I forgot words. Like I almost got through the intro without messing it up this time, and I was like, just seized up, brain fart. Anyway, what's up? Nothing, man. Austin? Just thanks for thanks for having me on. <laughs> Yeah, no problem. Thanks for coming back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Corey probably forgot you've been on before. I did forget. No, I didn't forget. No, we talked for like four hours last time, and now we're out of things to say, so let's just sit here and stare at each other. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, Austin, uh, you were just getting over a cold, huh? I think we were supposed yeah, to have man. you on a couple weeks ago, and then you were out of it, and now Chris is losing his voice, so that's great. Yeah, yeah it's... You guys uh, can't it's be out making out right before now. the show like that. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's rough out there right now, man. I had the worst pink eye I've ever had in my life in the middle of a cold. Like, it came halfway through. Oh, man. Because my kid got it, and then he walked over to me. He's like, Daddy, I want to talk to you. And he just goes, and sneezes in my eyeballs. I'm like, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so I'm like, for sure, I'm getting it. And the next day, I was like, why does it look like there's a campfire in here? My wife's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, it's foggy in the house. What is going on? And she's like, I think you might have pink eye. And then by like midday, I, I couldn't even see. Like, I could only see out of like my periphery. Like, so if, if I was trying to read my phone, I would hold it like way down below my face. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can sort of see what that says. And Chris is like, you good for podcasts tonight? I'm like, nope, <laughs> definitely not. I can't talk. I can't see. You know? It looks like uh, that eye is still a little discolored from the other one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's always. Yeah, I'm just being an asshole because you got two different colored eyes, and I can do that. Yep. It's whenever I uh, whenever I post stories and I'm looking in the light, like I have a bright light on me right now. That's I get like 50 questions of people. They're like, "Do you have two different colored eyes? <laughs> do you have like, a glass eye? Yeah, is your eye <laughs> fucked up? Oh, my uh, one of your eyes? Uh, I wasn't gonna catch eye. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm I'm definitely mentioning it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, you're the. How many people are there in the world who are like, "Hey, what's wrong with your eye?" Like this sent you a direct message, like, what's going on with your face? You know, like, I mean, I was wondering. I just wasn't gonna ask. I'm glad yeah. someone else asked, actually. Yeah, so I've got so one I'm here for. Yeah, one of my eyes is blue, the other one is split, and it's half green, half brown uh, brown. Oh, that's and cool. it's called uh hetero sectoral heterochromia iridis. I learned hmm. that because a uh, eye doctor came into my surf shop one time and was like, You know what your eyes are? I'm like, I have no idea. She's like, I'm an eye doctor, you have whatever I just said. Like one in seventeen million. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so You're an nice. anomaly. Yeah, and then that that's even more of an anomaly to get pink eye in it, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like four different colors at that time because it's like pink, <laughs> and then yeah. So I've just been for the last week just put walking around, rubbing my eyes, and touching everybody's door handles, car handles, yeah, trying nice. to spread the love. You know, that's the way to do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So, uh, how are you? Are you? 
back to a hundred percent now? You've been working on anything or you're still kind of, yeah, man, I'm in full swing pin mode for, you know, it's Christmas time. It's like my phone. It's just like buzzing, you know, orders coming in constantly. Cause this is my time of year where I make money. So, you know, all the rest of the year you like, you kind of, I'm making money, but it's not like December, November, October. Like those are the, where it really ramps up. So Mm -hmm. I'll make more than a quarter of my, my money in just December. Man, that's wild. So yeah, most really suck getting sick then because you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, that's. I was, I was telling Dean and Christy we recorded last night, and I was like, I was like straight like because it's been like twelve days, and like on day like eight, I started having like panic attacks. I'm like, I have so many freaking <laughs> orders to do, and like I just can't get out of bed, and I can't. And for for half of the week, I couldn't even see. I'm like, like I can't even like force myself to go out there and just feel crappy because I just get sucked into my lathe on accident by sticking my hand in the chuck or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I haven't I, seen you post in many uh, videos, so you must have actually been getting to work yeah, on stuff. Yeah, yeah, it sucked too because my uh, my Instagram Reels bonus was mm-hmm. ending, and I, so I, I had like eight days left, and I was like, man, I really need to milk these last eight days so I can get that money, you know? And, uh, and then I just didn't post a single one after that. Are are you getting anything from that reels bonus on Instagram? Because I don't make, I make like nothing. Like I make a hundred bucks yes. in like a week, and that's then the exactly rest of the happens. month I'll make like three dollars. That's exactly what mine did. It was like yeah. shot like like three not good videos took me to a hundred. Yeah, and then like I had like three decent videos get me to $102. <laughs> so like, like way, way more numbers on the, on the last three. And it got me two yeah. bucks. So that's crazy. I don't yeah, know I don't, like I don't staggered know that from. Hmm. That's weird. Mine. I like, I don't make any, like I don't even get offered the reels bonus on Instagram, but I do on Facebook and I never post anything on Facebook, but I just happen to have one video that got, I guess a high enough count to get me into the reels bonus on Facebook but like yeah. I post to Instagram like every day, like the amount of views that I have to have had on my Instagram over the its lifetime versus Facebook is like, doesn't even make sense that they offer me the bonus there, but I'm only at like 60 bucks for the month. Like, I don't even think I'm going to hit the hundred. So I, I think, uh, I think Facebook's like hurting or something. Oh yeah. They must oh, just for be, sure. be trying to get anybody. Cause, cause the bonuses are just insane. I mean, like the, well, the reels bonus is insane. The ads so far hasn't done great for me. Right. I'm at like, so I got monetized this time last week, basically. So Wednesday of last week. Mm. And then I was talking about it Thursday when we, we uh, finished recording the episode and I've made, I don't know, 50 bucks since then. So, I mean, right. if that's, if that keeps up, you know, that'll be 200 bucks for the month, which is something you know it's nothing to snub your nose at but it's nothing like the uh the actual reels bonus so did you not get approved for the bonus on facebook yeah i did that that's what i'm saying so so you have both running yeah yeah nice and i don't know if maybe like the ads bonus is gonna hurt me or something because you know how if it always feels like they throttle your views back right um but i don't know i guess i'll see because that resets um the 26th i believe it is my my reels bonus resets then okay yeah so they denied me for my reels bonus on facebook and then the reason i find it took like three four weeks for them to release why Mm -hmm. like give to give me a reason why they denied me 
And then they said that I, I was reposting another creator's content. <laughs> and it was me. I, was re- I, po- I posted my own video, but because I posted it, and I don't know if it's because I posted on Instagram and it all automatically went to Facebook, or uh-huh. if it was because I posted it on my private page and then I posted on my uh, video creator page. So I'm not sure which one flagged it, but apparently I'm not allowed to like slap my hand. I'm not allowed to reapply for like five more days. And I, mm-hmm. I I'm going to, I guess I'm just going to go delete some of the old videos and see. Yeah. I'm not getting paid for them anyways, because they don't pay you for your old stuff. Mm-hmm. But one of them's at like 25 million views. Well, that would have been nice to get paid for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully if you repost it, it'll do something. Probably it's, it's so <laughs> it's weird. So like, yeah, it's so weird, the videos that hit. And it's like, I'll post the same videos because everybody says, oh, post the same video to Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, whatever, TikTok. Like, I don't do TikTok, but it's like one video that hits on one of them will not hit on another one for me. Yeah, yeah for like, sure. So I don't know if it's just that their algorithms are so different or if they're like looking at each other to you know, see if like a video is, is on there already or something like that. But it's really weird. Yeah. So that same video that it went for like 25 million on Facebook, it, it's, it just hit 2 million on TikTok hmm. and on Instagram, it got like 5,000. 5, <laughs> yeah. Same music, that, same clip. So my big Facebook video, which you know, is me cutting those notches and that's at 5.9 million views right now. Like it's still, still getting comments, you know, it's slowed down a lot, but, right. um, you know, still the same dumb people commenting on it, that they can make that cut and two cuts with a chainsaw or, or a sawzall <laughs> or whatever. Right. And on Instagram, that video, I, I think it got like a thousand views. Like it didn't do anything. And on, fa- on YouTube, it didn't do anything. Facebook to me is like the ultimate old man yelling at the, you know, oh, yeah. it's it's just like old man screaming at the clouds about weather or whatever. <laughs> like it's, it's no matter what you put on there, there's somebody who's willing to yell at you. Oh yeah. But yeah, they're like, that they're be- like, is that I'm supposed to be impressive? It's like, I didn't post it for you specifically. Like, right. The biggest issue. I mean, the biggest thing that I love about the Facebook uh, posting is that I can respond to people in GIF, which is so, so rewarding <laughs> because it's like, I don't, I just like instantly deflates them. Like they, they, they just can't do it. They like, they can't do anything. They never come back with another smart ass comment. It just ends it immediately. And I love that. I know you, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. not your technique. <laughs> no, I, I, I do use that. I, I, I've used the gifts quite a bit. To be quite honest with you, the only reason I've started posting on Facebook is because you had posted that story about how, hey, you're posting yeah. over on Facebook now and you can respond with gifts. And I was like, oh, that sounds great. Let me try that. Yeah. <laughs> but like I get I get a little wound up. So I'll try to respond with gifts and then, you know, pretty soon I'm flying off the handle and, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I watch your interactions and I'm like, I would uh, never engage this deep with a troll. Like, <laughs> it's just not going to happen. The, the thing is though, like, some of them are not just trolls. Like they're, they're, they're just like your typical boomer that just doesn't yeah. get it. They're like, <laughs> old man oh, the clouds. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. this video came across my Facebook page for me. 
this is for me. This is, this is for me to view and I need to say something about it. Right. It's like you and, sent and it they to do. him directly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, they may think that. Like, they probably do. Because there was the one guy that commented and it was like, this is the most amateurish, um, or he's, he said sophomoric. I don't, I don't remember how he worded it, but it was just like ridiculous. And, and like just blasted me. And I'm like, dude, I'm just having fun, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> and I went and looked on his page and he's got like all this like suicide awareness stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, you're posting all this shit. And like, here you are on, on Facebook, like bullying people, you know, <laughs> like just calling them pieces of shit and whatever. He's like, oh, well, I guess I didn't realize that that's how it came across of what I said. I'm like, dude, go back and read your message. Like <laughs> you basically called me the biggest piece of shit in the world. And, you know, then you're gonna go talk about like suicide awareness and prevention and whatever. It's like you should have you need you to tone it down a little messaged bit. him and been like, I'm sitting in the bathtub with a toaster right now. Like the funny thing though, like you know how people are, like once they're you know, once they see that they've done something wrong, they don't they don't they don't apologize, they double down. Oh you for know. Sure. But yeah. this guy actually apologized for it. I could not believe it. He apologized like multiple times. Like he came yeah. back again and apologized. And I was like, I like, I don't even know what to do here. This is, <laughs> this is the craziest thing ever. Respond by GIF. When you don't know what to do, <laughs> respond by GIF. Uh, yeah. It's uh, awesome. I got, um, I had a guy call me, I don't remember what he called. He called me something like a, a like a closet queer. <laughs> Jesus. And I was like, what is, what is this? <laughs> like, it was a, like a machining video. And I was like, okay. And I said, and then, so instead of, uh, instead of, you know, this is at the time where I didn't have gifts to respond with. So instead of responding in GIF, I just wrote back to him and I said, who's in the closet? Maybe I could get your digits so we could meet up. <laughs> and that was it. Like, he, he was like, I'm blocking you. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so with like, with the comments where I actually type something out, I do try to be a little, you know, I try to control myself because, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't want to get banned because I know they'll look for any little stupid thing and and sure. they'll end up reporting you and try to get you kicked off for really doing nothing wrong. But with if the they gifts, can like sort of prove that you're bullying, like yeah. even a little bit, they will get they'll they'll knock you <laughs> off or at least demonetize you. So you got to be yeah. careful. Yeah, yeah. But the gifts, yeah, I'm like, hey, that should be why. Like, right? You yeah. gave them to me, right? Like, right. <laughs> I didn't come here with my own gifts. Like, I'm just using the gifts you provided me with. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully Thanks that'll hold up. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, the other ones are the people who will comment, and they're like, "Why is he doing it this way?" And and whatever. It's like, dude, you're commenting on my video. Like, why are you talking to me like in the third person? You know. Right. And, and I don't think they realize that like they're so used to seeing these like Chinese videos that have either stolen or are working with a creator to, you know, reuse their content or whatever. Right. <laughs> like, I think that's what they're used to seeing. And one guy even commented because I said that to someone. I was like, dude, you're commenting on my video. What are you talking about? And some guy commented to me and was like, man, you're like breaking the fourth wall by commenting to these people. <laughs> like they don't know what to do. Yeah, it's funny because it's I think people are just it's I don't know. I think maybe just in a different realm than us, because like we're used to making videos and yeah, like I, I'm not going to comment on some randos video. 
no matter like no matter what if they're doing something wrong if I, I don't care no you know like if i'm That's commenting weird. on your video it's because i know you it's right. not because you know or or you did something really cool and oh I'm like yeah, okay yeah. i'm gonna give it to you you know but it takes a lot for me to get to that point where i'm you know gonna actually comment i would never be like <laughs> that's not the way i would do it <laughs> like yeah <laughs> great so i've had tons of people that on that so that the uh dinner bell triangle jig that i made that's the, oh, yeah, the video yeah. that went crazy and there's so many people who are like why are you even heating up the metal it's only three eights you don't need to heat up metal that's three eights i'm like because it was in the forge when i forged the uh the curly q on the end so it's already hot i mean you want me to quench it and then bend it cold like it, you know people are everybody's an expert <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah well, I notice all these, you know, experts, you go to their page and they never have anything they've worked on on there. Like, or they'll be like, like one guy was like a lawnmower salesman. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> thanks for the tips, bro. Yeah. Should have went to him instead of Lowe's to get that mower. You'd have been in better yeah. shape because this guy knows yeah. his stuff. I guess so. I'll have you know, my ego mower is working perfectly well now. Well, if you would have charged the batteries the first time, that would have been fine. Exactly. <laughs> it's a good thing I didn't post about it on Facebook. That's <laughs> still, probably would have gotten that comment a hundred times. I still think it was the wheelies. You should have <laughs> posted the wheelies and then said, do you know why this isn't working anymore? <laughs> How much does Corey's <laughs> office look like a doctor's office? Like a doctor, like he's got those <laughs> metal uh, file things hanging on the wall. It's like got, it's the little board chart behind is up there. Too. Yeah, it's it's not even my office. It's my wife's. I'm not organized. Where's the, my, uh, my office has a notepad in it and candy wrappers. It looks like it should have one of those uh, biohazard disposable boxes <laughs> on the wall right there. That's, that's on the other wall. I actually I, I pay my doctor to let me use his office every once in a while, once a week. Things are just different in Missouri. <laughs> yeah. So what's how how did the Black Friday sale go with the uh, with the machines? Did you get some interest? That's not too bad. Uh, my wife actually informed me today that it's not Black Friday yet. And I was like, damn, I posted that way too early. Thought yeah, it was but Black Friday last weekend. A lot of people jump. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> they do it early. I think House, uh, he had his Black Friday yeah. thing going oh, on. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we sold two officially. Um, so I still have three available. And I, I was hoping with the financing that I added to it. Because I got financing through like CIT Bank, which is like a Bank of America one, which is actually who I used when I bought my Phantom. I did financing through them. And uh, so I got that set up and like still just waiting on people to fill out uh, applications there. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think also the more videos that you get out there, and I know you, <clears throat> this is probably not your wheelhouse, but if you could get, get some on YouTube where people can mm. kind of see what you can do with it, I think yeah. it would be... Uh, advantageous to you oh yeah that's the plan we, we did start moving just videos that we've already done onto youtube so there's something there um but we're we, we really do need to like sit down and focus on it and like figure out some good videos like i, I plan on doing like a 10 things you can make on a rotary cnc uh, but at this point chris will probably make that before <laughs> i do because <laughs> uh, yeah but then you could just you know Ten, his fa- video. 10 phallic objects you can make on a rotary cnc <laughs> that's right <laughs> yep uh but yeah so that's that's the plan is to is to push pretty hard for youtube whenever we have you know the, the time to do it so 
That's cool. Yeah. yeah I'm, I want one, but I've got things I got to, I got to freaking blow up my truck's motor. So I got to oh, yeah. pay Shouldn't for that. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't me. I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, Chevy's active fuel management system that they had in like the, in the V8s and like, uh, like 08 to 13 or somewhere. I'm hmm. not exactly sure of the years where it shuts down a couple of cylinders, you know, to get a couple more miles. Oh per gallon. yeah. yeah, yeah. Got that. And it fouls the lifters and then blows your motor. Hmm. So hundred thousand miles. Boom. Yeah. I wondered about that. Like, I mean, I don't mind my, my car doesn't do that, but I have the Toyota that like it stops at the, uh, it turns off at like a stoplight. Like I think Jeep does that. A lot of them do yeah, that. My, but my F one fifty does that. It's so weird, especially yeah. when you like need to go, and then you're like, "Let's go," and then it's like, "Okay." <laughs> it's like a lag. Like, no, I needed to go a minute ago. But uh, I like I wondered about that with vehicles. Is like, is this good for the motor? Like, I understand that we're like trying There's to. There's no way that's fuel good for here. the starter. <laughs> that's you have what to I was start saying. the car every well, that's, freaking stoplight. There's no way that that's good for. Does the starter. does it restart it? Because you don't hear the starter. Or does it like somehow contain the compression and then release it? Like, how the hell does it do it? I want to know. Black magic. Yeah. Yeah. No, it just uses the starter. <laughs> Whatever. I don't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. But I was always told that like you waste more gas every time you start your car versus if you just like kept it on. So, how the hell is that saving gas to turn off for 10 seconds? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think. I, I mean, I, I feel like they're. They're so efficient now. They're using high torque starters that, you know, don't hardly require any power or anything. Like, that's why it starts so quick. Mm, gotcha. You know, it's not like a, and I mean, you've, you've still got, you know, like, like your cylinders are still hot and everything. It's not like you're doing a cold start every time, you know? That's so. true. Yeah. I could see that. I feel like it's got to be putting wear and tear. That, like, I mean, you can't avoid wear, some wear and tear. That's weird. Maybe. But I don't know. I mean, le- don't don't get me wrong. I'm not questioning that the government has the best ideas. <laughs> and then, <laughs> right. You know, like their gas cans that they came out with that we got to use now. Oh my God. Like their money. They, they really Most design the them well. Yeah. I love them uh, every time I use them. I just yeah, got my man, first what a great one. Design. Really? It's, it's yeah. so awful. How are, you to dump, me... how are you supposed to dump fuel on an open fire with that? I mean, psh, I got to like. I got like some little green button. Like I got to get two fingers around the black part on it and then like <laughs> somehow use my palm to like squeeze in. And like, I don't have like the hand strength to do that. Like it is the most difficult thing. So I'm like pushing on it with like both hands. Like I, I feel ridiculous trying to do it. And I'm like flipping out in the backyard, swinging this gas can around screaming. <laughs> and then finally I can like get a little bit of gas out of it. It's yeah. the worst. So if yeah. you go on Amazon and look up gas cap or gas nozzle, they sell the ones that they used to sell before <laughs> the government ruling, and they fit onto all the modern. So you can just throw those away and put the old style on, and they sell the little uh, air valve that you can drill mm-hmm. and just pop it in on the nice. back of it too. So you can get a normal gas can back. So mm-hmm. this is a good tip for everybody because I've switched a couple of my cans in that to the because I have like 10 gas cans because i you know, constantly have so much because I got gas, I got diesel, I got kerosene, I, you know, I've got everything. Yeah. So I have, uh, I bought a couple packs of those and I just like rotate them to the, the current gas tanks that are full hmm. instead of spilling like half the diesel down my tractor <laughs> instead yeah. of getting it yeah, in the, the tractor. Worst. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's so pissed. And then your hands always smell like diesel or gasoline because you have to grab the fucking tip. Mm. Yeah. I don't understand how these make it any safer. Like I've definitely spilled more screwing around with this than I like. (laughs) I don't think I've ever spilled gas out of out of one of the old ones unless like someone knocked it over or something. Yeah. Right. The fucking little lip barely stays on the edge and it slips off and relocks on you all the damn time. You're like, it's annoying. It's awful. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to get on that tangent that early. <laughs> At least for that long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's next? What's next we should bitch about? Ter- <laughs> terrible designs. I don't know. I probably got more that I can complain about on uh, Facebook, <laughs> but we can get back. we can come back to that later. Do you guys edit for, for, for air gaps? No, we love the uh, awkward silence. Yeah. So yeah, we, we think our viewers, <laughs> our listeners love it too. <laughs> no, I, I remove that stuff. I just, I use uh, whatever Premiere and just go in and remove anything over a certain amount of time. So it's actually going to sound like we're like just back to back talking really just fast, like yeah, firing off nonsense. So yeah, if you need to take a break, just completely make no noise. Because if you make any noise at all, like... It'll pick it up and it'll think we're talking or something. Let's just take a moment of silence and stare at each other. <laughs> You're making noise, Chris. It's going to pick yeah. that up. You can't be laughing. I appreciate <laughs> that you guys come in with like no fucking agenda. So. <laughs> Keep it I mean, we here. asked before we started if there was anything you wanted to talk about. You didn't have an agenda either. Yeah, I just brought up gas cans. I wanted to bitch about gas cans. <laughs> that was your just one thing. Your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I told you I'm spent. Last night we were talking about shark, like how much money it would take. Uh, this is our Patreon for next week. How much money would it take for you to get suited up in chain mail and get attacked by a shark? Mm. Like, do we get to pick which shark it is or like the size no, of the we, shark? Aren't we patrons of theirs? I yeah, think we are. We are. Anyway, we'll yeah, we'll hear gotta, it next week. Yeah, we'll hear it. I guess I'll have to start listening to that after show. That's where the yeah, money's that, that shows where the money's at. Because that's where Christy and Dean release the shackles and I can talk about whatever the fuck I want. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So I think even though the armor would keep from the teeth piercing, that it would still crush the shit out of you. <laughs> like yeah, just for the sure. just the jaw strength. Okay. Yeah, well as you're not as... trying to like you don't want a great white. Like you want like a black tip reef shark or something that's like <laughs> you know, like it's not gonna just take your whole arm, like right. half your body. Like the chainmail will stop a smaller shark. That's good. Yeah, but the gra- I mean, you know the weight, of it? the weight of chainmail in the in the ocean, I think, is the downfall there. Like literally, <laughs> I said. Uh, so, like for the rules, I said that it was going to be in the Caribbean. So that pretty much it's not going to be a white shark. Like mm. it's going to be like a reef shark or something like that. You know, something smaller. That way, it's not going to take part of your body. Like it's just going to yeah. just thrash you around a little bit. Mm. At least you can see what's eating you. Like if you're just in so the ocean somewhere else, you can't see in front of you at all. You're just like, I wonder what's chewing on me. That would be rough. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the uh, sketchy part of all of it is like, if you're not used to being around sharks, like, like Christy, she's from Missouri and then like the ocean <laughs> freaks her out completely. And I'm, I'm the oh, other right. way. Like I don't want to go in a lake. Like they feel gross. They feel stagnant water. It's, I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. I'm going to get some kind of amoeba in my brain or something. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> Not really a fan of any kind of body of water. Like I'm good. I'll just stay on land. I'm sure there's like a navy joke in there or something, but yeah, Probably. I don't care for the water. I had a whole list of navy jokes that I was going to bust out, and I 
left them in my shop. Nah, uh, we'll wait. Good. <laughs> so I've been messing around with uh, I got a fiber laser finally. Oh yeah, saw that. And so like the the software. So I was talking about talking with Dave about this like last week and the last time he was on. But like the software they use for fiber lasers is kind of it's pretty shitty. Like EasyCAD two and three and whatever. Like they're not great, but I mean whatever they work. And so this doesn't even use EasyCAD. This Hmm. uses CCAD, like S E A CAD, and I can't find any information about it. it's it's pretty i mean i shouldn't say it's hard to use it's just so basic like it can't really do a ton of stuff like you unless you have you know your your uh dxf like i can't even bring an svg into it when i bring an svg in and it can be like a complete svg that's like you know whatever however you like attach everything together and when I bring it in, it blows it apart into like a million squiggly lines. So I don't know what's going on with that. Um, I'm still trying to figure out the software. But now like uh, Lightburn is making software uh, that will work with the fiber lasers, but it won't work with this laser because whatever like CCAD runs on or whatever, it's it's completely different from that EasyCAD uh, and Lightburn is designed to work with EasyCAD, so hmm. I don't know. I'm uh, I'm trying to figure it out. The video is supposed to be coming out Monday. Um, I just feel like there's not a lot that I can show off with it. Yeah, you know, I could pretty much show it engraving and different stuff, but like it's kind of there's not a ton that I mean. There's a lot you can do with it. You know, don't get me wrong. Like you can engrave metals and all sorts of stuff. Like it does all that stuff fine. Um, just the software itself is kind of leaves a lot to be desired. So what brand uh, do you have? Uh, it's a Adam stock, Adam stock, Adam stack, something okay. like that. M4. Cool. It's like a 30 watt or something. Uh, so they say 20, um, which I don't know in the instructions, like as soon as I opened it up, it says like, like laser output five Watts, but it seems like a lot more than five Watts. You know, I don't know if you've seen any of my videos on it. Like it's pretty quick and, you know, actually is, is removing stuff, removing material or or leaving a mark or whatever. But I don't know. It's not a bad laser. It just, I think it would benefit greatly from uh, Lightburn, like being able to work with that. Mm. Hopefully they get that working soon. I saw you were trying to move in on Austin's uh, pin making there. With the engraving your full steam <laughs> designs on a pen. <laughs> Better watch Actually, out for him, Austin. Well, now so I figure he's got the pen market. I'm going to take the mechanical pencil market. Is <laughs> that um, what it was? Yeah. yeah. I thought so it was a pen. I'm, I'm going to engrave plastic mechanical pencils. <laughs> Actually, someone commented, speaking of assholes commenting on stuff, somebody commented on that video on uh, YouTube Shorts. And was like, oh, great. So I can make shitty mechanical pencils, too. <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, I don't know what your skills are to, to be able to determine if you can do that or not. But I'm just, you know, messing around with this. Like, this is not like what I do with it. Like, the only thing I do, I'm just trying it. But I don't know. Yeah. Like, should have been like, no, you're not going to do this. Themselves. But I will sell you some of these for a good price. 
You, you need to like uh, just do a bunch of cheap pins or something, right? And then leave them intentionally in random places, like random pin cups <laughs> with like your YouTube name and stuff on it. Just start swapping them out. Switch out like, the wow! Look at this shitty, <laughs> shitty pencil. I wish I could make these. Swap, swap the waitress whenever they give you the check. Just like take their pen and leave them that one. <laughs> Be great. So, what's the plan with the fiber? Are you gonna try to do something else with it, or is it you know? Um, like, do you have a Do you have a plan for it, like a product or something you're gonna try to do? He's probably going to put it on a shelf like all of his other lasers in his office. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess if I did like knives or something, it would be good for putting my my logo on it. I was hoping I could make, um, what do you call them? The the, like maker's mark or whatever. Yeah. Um, But yeah, but it doesn't like remove enough material. It's not like, you know, the really powerful ones. And plus, I think that's another area where it could benefit from better software because it would be able to work in like layers um this doesn't seem to have the capabilities of doing that but i mean the the other problem with the software is like it has a help menu and you go and click it and it just pops up with some random chinese error and then you you click that and it just closes it so it's not like it has has like a guide or whatever and if it did i'm sure it would all be in chinese so right i don't know Yeah, you should do your uh, your hammerheads. Can can you like etch like a cool pattern on each face of them? Uh, I mean, I guess it would you know probably just. It, I mean, I guess if you removed enough material, like it would transfer those marks, and if it hmm. wasn't enough, it would you know just as you used it, it would wear out of it probably because you'd be just hammering on that face or whatever. I don't know what I would do, but you could probably put it. I could put like my logo on the side or whatever. Like that would be a good thing for it. Is there a, um, on those lasers, do you have to do a Z as like a Z height adjustment? Yeah. It's just got like a little Okay. So you just like raise and lower it. Yeah. So it's got, um, the laser that it actually like the fiber laser that it engraves with. And then it has like a, a marking laser. And when it, it's at like its optimal height to engrave whatever you're working on that those two dots should be in the exact same spot. So basically you just raise or lower it until those two dots are in the same spot and you're, you're zeroed. So like if Hmm. you wanted to keep going lower, you could actually just keep lowering. Like, yeah, I guess you'd have to mechanically do it. Yeah. 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 Cause it's not, I, I don't know if I'm sure the more expensive ones will actually drop down you know, or, or maybe they're refocusing or something, but I'm sure that's built into it. I don't think that this has that capability, but like I said, I'm still trying to figure it out. So maybe it does. Yeah. I'm, I'm torn with like the next piece of equipment I want. Like I want a rotary CNC like Corey's um, because I know I can make money with that, but I also want a fiber laser just for basically just for like marking products, you know, um, or being able to engrave, like I said, do so many different design pens and I could do much faster one-off designs by having mm-hmm. my own laser with a rotary, you know? Well, um, but it's like six grand for the one I was looking at. <clears throat> I don't know. That's, that's, it takes a lot longer to get six grand back, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so what I, what we actually want to do is be able to swap the spindle out for like a laser. So like you could, uh, 3d mill something and then throw like a, 
I don't know, seven watt diode on there and just give it some like cool accents while you still have it in there. But we did think about like how badass would it be to throw like a fiber laser on here too? Like, I don't even know what the process would be to like calibrate that to work with the software we have, but we, we do have up to like six axis spots on that controller. So something like that could be possible. Um, that'd be better. I feel like the, the biggest issue you're going to have is if you're milling something in 3d, Mm-hmm. you know the same thing with like the laser focal point like it's gonna oh, have yeah. to know where it is exactly it would. Go up and yeah. Down. Yeah. yeah you just have to take the same 3d file probably and have like your your laser know where it's supposed to be you know adjusting that to right but if the tool can do it surely the laser can do it or maybe it just keeps moving the z height up and keeps it at the constant it should be i don't know yeah just keep it at the constant that should do the trick yeah but you'd also have to have you know potentially rotation like time of rotation and it would be i don't know you guys can figure it out you I'm might sure be able to, brian we I'm might sure be able brian to, will figure it out yeah. <laughs> we, just, we might be able to trick it with uh it just thinking it's like if you touch off your tool right and you put that at the z height it's supposed to be so if you just touched off the laser and then you ran it like it was a tool path but you just changed it to like vectoring around profiles instead of like 3d milling the whole time like maybe that would work i don't know we, but we we'll, definitely have to play with that you have to lock what, brian in that room for a few days and <laughs> not let him out till he figures it out yeah what what's up i never let him out <laughs> what's the chuck set up like are there, is it a three jaw chuck on yours so it's a four jaw um universal so it's self-centering yeah so I'd, yeah. I'd like to be able to swap that and be like four jaw independent um but you know you got to dial that in but at the same time like i have to square up stock like if I want a piece of like a, a longer, like some of those hammer handles I'm doing where it's like longer on one side than the other, like I can put a rectangle piece in there and it'll cut the piece out of it, but I have to at least square up the end so it fits in the four jaw and, you know, closes with that universal. But it'd be kind of cool to be able to like put each jaw to where it's supposed to be and just kind of dial it in. Yeah, that's so one of the issues that I would have to work out. So like I, I, I base all of my pens cause I'm doing like basically they're tubes, right? Cause the ink has to go in the middle. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, I'm like, I guess I could run it on centers and then just use like a lathe dog to drive it. Um, you know, I guess familiar yeah. with that at all, but yep. mm-hmm. um, that way it, cause then I could do like a bunch of one piece of material that carves a bunch of pens and then you just bandsaw it down and then drew it up. Right. Right. Um, but I was like, man, how would I get around it being like, cause, you know, it's like half inch. Well, if you do like a 12 inch long, half inch bar, you got some serious deflection that's going to oh, be yeah. happening in there. So I'd have to like mill, mill a piece of steel that fits on the inside that, you know, it's like a pretty snug fit or something. I have to do a lot of figuring to make it really, to make it into another employee, which is what I right. want it to be. Right. Yeah. Well, we're, we're actually we're kicking around another idea of doing a steady rest of some kind. And so it'd be cool to do something like that where you could, you know, mill one part of it with the steady rest holding it, something like that. Cause like, like I said, I don't know if I said it on here, but there's a, a huge like pool queue community and there's people, the people that are doing this and they're really good at it are making really good money off pool queues. And, um, I, I went to a guy's shop here that's local and he has like the coolest setup. Like he's got a little lathe cause he's turning down like, the brass pieces that go in between it and doing all these inlays and, and he's got a pretty cool looking like 
pull cues specific CNC that he wants us to like modify for him. So that's part of the problem he has is he, he has a lot of deflection in the pull cues over, right. That makes sense. You know, 32 inches or whatever. And, uh, so, and his doesn't have a steady rest on it. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure we could figure that out. Yeah. Pull cue, they're, they're just like super tapered. So I don't know how you do a, uh, steady rest. Yeah. It would have to like self tapers. Yeah. Like you ever seen those like spring loaded. Uh, yeah, like spring-loaded with like the rollerblade wheels. You can take your old rollerblades apart, Corey. And, oh, yeah. You know, where it's got the supports like that, and maybe maybe something like that would work. Because mm. you could actually yeah, do it. Uh, I don't know. That sounds like a pain in the ass. I'm sure you guys can figure it out. Yeah, I think so. But it was pretty cool the way his, uh, his, his like, CNC was shaving these things down and putting that taper on them was because he actually had, like, a slitting saw that was just, moving i mean it was probably like thirty thousand rpm this little slitting saw was going it was like a one inch slitting saw but it was like off to the side of the um pool cue and it was just going down down it at the taper and i i wouldn't think to use a slitting saw as like your turning tool uh, it's pretty wild it was doing a good job though it's kind of the same way people use the table saw at an angle to make a oh yeah 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 right. that's true yeah, yeah. Yeah, now that's a video that you want to post on Facebook. Let's <laughs> bring out all the experts. That's a great idea. I'm going to write that one down. So, I, I want you to, uh, you know, that ta- the um, chalk box video that you did where you're oh, drawing yeah. with the Sharpie? Yeah. <laughs> I can't I want, believe that didn't get anybody. I thought for sure it would go nuts. But <laughs> I want you to funny. do the same thing, but then just, you know, pull the string tight across the ground and then just use spray paint. So it just leaves the line. <laughs> You're like, and here's your good line. You know, like, yeah. so you spray paint. And it's where the paint him, is not, is the straight line. I told him he's supposed to take the chalk out and shake it over the line. Yeah, I so. saw that. <laughs> yeah. That was great. I was really hoping yeah. that would start getting people like, what? These guys are idiots. <laughs> I've, I've been writing stuff down. Actually, I got a good one from Grant. Grant said, uh, put a piece of metal in the toaster and pull it out and then start forging on it. And I was, cause I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do like a forging video with a claw hammer. That'll probably piss some people off. Oh yeah. And, uh, and he's like, Oh, pull it out of the toaster first. <laughs> with like metal That's tongs good. too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But like, uh, like the kitchen tongs. Right. Yeah. 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 Like the bacon, the bacon yeah. tongs. Yeah. Yeah. You use like That'd two forks. <laughs> that and uh what else have i got uh obviously i'm gonna be notching more beams that's gonna be my like go-to i think i'm just gonna i'm just gonna you know dig holes and put them in and not even like like kind of eyeball them straight you know just get them close enough and then then i'll i'll like notch two of them but i'll i'll snap a line across them so it's actually a straight line and and then the the board that i put across will actually fit into them yeah, nice. I think you could even do like ten tape, ten tape measure tricks, and it's like you know, just like ridiculous tricks where you're like if you if you cut off the first foot of it, you know, or whatever, like you know, then it would be great. Actually, Put a rivet I, in there, you can make it into a so you can measure corners or whatever. <laughs> I got a ridiculous. I got a tape measure that broke like right at the forty eight inch mark, and I bought all these. Uh, milwaukee ones last christmas or last black friday at home depot they were super cheap i bought like i don't know 10 of them and most of them have held up but some of them have broke and uh this one just snapped right off and i still keep it around though because it's actually pretty useful just a little four foot tape measure 
Did it break because you kept uh, trying to measure your height with it, see if it uh, you'd grown any? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mine would have like broke it. at 49 inches. <laughs> 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 That's why I can say these jokes. You can uh, you can hook a board and then like show yourself putting a mark and then just take your circular saw and just cut right through the tape. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious because <laughs> Brian does it all the time where he's like hooks oh, the board, uh, brings it out to like where he's going to cut it, but then he ne- he never marks it. He just like lines it up and then brings the tape back in and cuts. And I like it'd be hilarious if you just forgot one time and just cuts tape yeah, right in half. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm writing that one down. Did, do, do you remember on the ship when uh, Dodds cut the um, carpenter square on the shear? No, he had, left, he had left it like under the, the <laughs> shear and he went to cut something and he cut the end right off it. So I made him weld awesome. it back together. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Uh, I'm sure it was nice and square. After he probably it back together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. especially if Dodds did it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good fail in my shop uh, today. Did oh, you yeah. see that? The uh, uh, the, the so. we made we made two signs that are like look just like my sticker, you know, Your my logo river yeah. table signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them was a. Did poxy. you watch my video to learn how to make those? <laughs> no, I was wondering that. No, I didn't. So uh, you should have. You wouldn't. Have oh yeah, yeah, that's right. No, well, did you say don't leave it on the wall with sketchy ta- tape? Because that was the problem, not any of the actual manufacturing of it. Mm. So yeah, I think we, I had we wanted to get it. Ah, damn it. I missed it. So we wanted to just like put it on the wall so we can get like some videos and pictures of it, but we didn't like put a keyhole in the back of it or anything like that yet. And it's, they're supposed to go to the new shop. So I, I don't know how we're mounting them there yet. Like if I'm, cause all the shop walls are bricks. So I'm going to have to like tap something into it, like tap con. And then, so I don't know what I need to do to the back of the sign, but I was like, well, if we just, uh, I was like, maybe we do the blue tape and super glue thing. And Brian's like, no, no, I got this really good um, double-sided foam tape that's like super sticky. He's like, so let's put blue tape on the wall and then put that on the back. I'm like, oh, I guess that'll work. And we, <laughs> and Austin's nodding because he thinks it's a really good idea. And yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we put it up there, and I'm, I'm skeptical. How sticky it is, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm skeptical of it. And I'm like, I don't know about this. And then I like go to pull on it. And I'm like, damn, this is stout. Like this is this is up there. And we, you know, so we did some strength tests on it and then, uh, took some pictures and videos of it and it was like the end of the day. Right. So Brian's about to leave and I got some other stuff I'm about to do. And I'm like, should we rip this thing off of here? And he's like, uh, I think it, I think it's fine. And I'm like, I don't know, dude, I don't know if I trust that. Like, I think that the tape's going to give or something. And he's like, no, no, that stuff. I use it all the time and nothing's ever felt fell off. And I'm like, it's kind of got some weight to it. He's like, ah, it's good. Like, all right, I'm going to trust you on this one. <laughs> so I go out to finish some stuff out in the shop and my wife calls me and she's like, uh, you need to come inside right now. And I'm like, why? What happened? She's like, your sign fell. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how bad is it? And she's like, I don't know. I didn't go look. And I'm like, God, I ran in there. And I'm like, ah, it's destroyed. <laughs> and just shattered on the lower half of it. All that uh, uh, acrylic just broke. And I'm like, ah, oh, no. So, so did you leave it there for him to clean up tomorrow? Fucking no, That's what I <laughs> no, I, I did make a, I did make a video though. A real, it was like the Mr. George, Mr. George, how much you pay the new guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 20 bucks. No, that's too much. <laughs> he put a little sad face on it when he saw it. 
He's like, I feel so bad, dude. I'm like, it's not your fault. Like, I left it there, too. But, yeah. He's it's like, fun. it's not your fault, but it is. <laughs> Lucy didn't fall on one of my kids or something. That'd be worse. <laughs> yeah. That would definitely be worse. <laughs> so what's the new shop? Is that your, like, merging shops? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're kind of outgrowing my shop because, I mean, it's like a 20 by 30 or something. Like, it's already... Like it's a decent size for a wood shop, but I got like the four by eight machine in there. And now that we're doing like metal work and assembly and we need like a shipping and receiving area and stuff like that, like it's just tight. And uh, so we've been kind of just scouting for somewhere to move or at least to like get like a storage unit to do like the assembly stuff somewhere else. And um, we just happen to have these. Uh, so Dave, uh, that was on the last episode, the um, gun manufacturer they're getting a big space anyway, and it's too big for them right now. Like they think that they'll grow outgrow it, you know, and, and fill the whole thing up at some point. But they're like, do you want to just come join us out there? And I'm like, well, yeah, that'd be freaking awesome. And uh, so it's like a 6,500 square foot big wow. warehouse building. Basically, it's got these huge like jib cranes and stuff. And I'm like, yes, we will definitely go out there. <laughs> yeah, plus you so, can steal all those guns at night, you know? <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I was like, man, I could. Uh, I'm gonna be over there, like playing with his machine the whole time, like milling gun parts for him. And he's gonna be like, dude, you work over there. I'm like, ah, not right now. This is fun. <laughs> so I think we're gonna collaborate on a lot of stuff. Like he he gave me um a wooden stock that's like a, it's almost like a like M4 stock, I would say. So it's all wooden from like the the rear part all the way to the foregrip, and then it has, but it's like a Japanese version, like a. I don't, some, I don't know what what the name of it was, but I, I want to try swinging it on the rotary because I, I think if I cock it up at an angle, I can get it. I just have to swing it out of some bigger stock. Well, and if there's so, anything you're good at, it's cocking it up. <laughs> thanks. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. But uh, so I'm going to try to make it look like tactical uh, and uh, we're going to rebuild this thing and, and see how it looks. But I, apparently those things you are like a dime a like dozen. Arasaka. Or something. Is that what he said? Yeah, like a, like an old like World War Two or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Rifle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. Sounds good. We'll go with that. Era Saka. Sounds better than what I said. But anyway, we're gonna try to mill that, and then there's I think there's just a lot of stuff we'll collaborate on. Like right now, I'm doing a, a 1911 gun box for him, and then we'll probably sell those, and because they're having a little retail space, and then I'm. I've made some like gun bo- like rifle gun boxes before, so I'm gonna make those again. So just stuff like that that'll help, you know, make some money with the Phantom while we're making aluminum parts on on the other machine. So yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. how come he needs 1911 of them? <laughs> it's just very specific. I, I thought like it was Austin's weird at first too, but I've, I'm like halfway through. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking it's, that's because that's how many it takes to win two world wars. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like going on the like uh, I, I can't remember if I talked about this on here or not we got what is it Palmetto State Armory is like local to me here right I, I like whenever I see one of their ads come by and I'm like I'm like sweet I love the assault rifle 15 <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. you are a troll man yeah. you are the, the ultimate troll uh, I try yeah it's uh it sounds like that'll be fun, man. Sixty five hundred square foot shop is legit. Yeah, it's it's pretty big. Like I'm like, well, right now I'm thinking like, man, how are we gonna keep this warm like in the winter? Like, but I'm also like, I don't care. 
I'll be cold. Yeah. I'll I'll bundle up. Once, once we shove all my power hammers and <laughs> table saws and just everything in there. Yeah, I just need to get, get a couple blacksmiths out here. Easy. Yeah, it'll with be some, pretty with easy some forges. Yeah. That's awesome. where the real money's at. Blacksmiths, I don't know if you notice or not, but they're just they're the ones who are making all the money. <laughs> yeah, that's what I hear. Compared to gun manufacturers. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris, yeah, how big is your shop that you're in right now? Which one? Not counting your little addition that you're adding to it, the shop. I don't know. How many uh, shops do you I don't even know. How many shops do you have? Well, this will be that'll be the third. Um, but yeah, that's just like a little lean to. I don't know. I got um the one I like I keep the car in <clears throat> well normally is I don't know, twenty four by twenty four or something. Hmm. It's like a two car garage. That's and attached then, to your house? No, that's the detached one. And that's okay. the one that, that I'm putting the lean to on the side of. So that lean to is twenty four by eight. So it's right. pretty long. Not super wide, but I think it'd be I think it'd be good enough for a blacksmith shop. Sure. Just gotta gotta come up with the ventilation and stuff for it. Getting what are you doing? Smoke whatever out. Are, are, you, are is that shop climate controlled? Uh, no, none of them are. Yeah. So what do you what do you do with your like your lathe and stuff? You just keep it oiled up. Yeah. It, like all my stuff sweat like crazy. And you mm. see, mine doesn't. Really? Uh, yeah. Like it doesn't it doesn't really get that bad. You know, I do keep a little bit of oil on it, but. I've never walked out there and had, you know, anything, even like where I have my table saw, like I've never walked out there and had, you know, any condensation on anything. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't know what it is. Cause I mean, that's you, weird. You know, it's human as, as hell as here. Yeah. 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 Same as me. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. It is weird. Cause uh, my table saw all the time. I got to re oil it. Hmm. Condensation buildup is terrible. Oh, that was another. That reminds me of another video I was going to make. I was going to take like a cup with condensation on it, and just set it on all like my cast iron surfaces. <laughs> oh yeah, that'll do it. Uh, Get some nice rings going. Oh yeah, yeah. If there's one community you should target, it's the old machinists because oh, they yeah. will flip their shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, they will. Uh, have you been yeah. making them mad with your uh, your all your Chuck videos? Yeah. yeah so. Night. Or which? Oh, oh you can now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, keys? yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's a. I had seventeen people message me about how they one of their coworkers was killed by a Chuck key, and I was like, "There's no way that there's been seventeen people oh that have seen this video had a coworker that died." I was like, "Send me the obituary." <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same guy. They all worked in one shop. Yeah, apparently, they're all in one shop. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That makes sense. You ever seen those drop forging videos, like the the massive power hammer drop forging videos in China, where mm. you know, they're like oh, spinning yeah. it, like they're using like mm. a forklift to spin this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, what they're making. The power hammers like the size of the building. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. And there and there's like workers like five feet away from it. Yeah, like, five feet. They're like, yeah. here, take this brush and go knock off some of that scale. Like he's like <laughs> hand brushing the scale. Like, <laughs> meanwhile. There's a, the weight of a building getting ready to crash on this thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the comments in those videos, too, because people are like, not a pair of safety glasses in sight. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to do to stop it? I don't think that's, I think that's the least of your worries <laughs> with, with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're ready to have that, that, uh, 
scale of manufacturing come back to this country. No, I think we could not. Yeah, I think we're probably good with having having China do it. I don't know if they could like get past all the regulations and whatever to be able to ever ever operate something like that. There's no way. I wouldn't think so. Anyway, anyways, yeah. Have you ever seen all the um the old ways to use a lathe um with like a um a faceplate like a mill like basically make it a mill yeah so like there's ways of doing that but then i'm talking like in the 1800s so there was these guys oh dude i gotta send you the fucking picture of this there's a guy you know like those lumberjack two-man saws Mm -hmm. so they took the handle off of one side and they bolted on the on the eccentric end of a faceplate they bolted one side of the handle and then the other guy is on the on a side of a log and then the lathe is spinning it so it's going you know like a like a 10 inch <laughs> round and it's sawing a log that's off the side of the lathe i'll send you the pictures of it that's and i was awesome. like this is straight gold like if you did this on youtube like i mean people would be like billions yeah do it so i happen to have one of those you saws. got that rotary and you know how to spin it now that's about all you can do with it so just take a tiny saw and put that on there. Just like cut the smallest thing with it. <laughs> but there's like a whole bunch of different stuff. It's like an old, it's not, you know, it's like, it's like pre South Bend, how to run a lathe book. You know, it's like even older than that. And it was them showing all these different ways they would use a lathe. And it's basically like they're using a lathe. Like it's a uh, hit and miss engine. Like yeah. I was going to say you can, it's like yeah. a PTO or something. Right. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. I'm like, that's crazy. You know, for all those lathes that you just have sitting around, might as well yeah. turn them into a PTO. Yeah. Yeah. You do just put two of them together with the same offset and then you just have a, a pencil. Yeah. He's yeah. going around. <laughs> Thank you for showing us how to do that. Uh, if you really did it, glad, it was I'm really glad offset. we're recording because that's, if you, I'm if you did it offset, right. Clip. As it comes around, you could actually get a little bit of a stroke. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, so you can actually, it would cut faster because it's not cutting mm-hmm. across you know, like when you like when you use a metal cutting bandsaw and you're mm-hmm. cutting a round stock, and you know how you cut halfway and then you turn it and then you finish cutting because mm-hmm. you're not cutting across a flat for as long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it speed it's like cuts the time in half. If you had that eccentric motion of those lathes, it would cut faster. I mean, we're just like modernizing. You're like a yeah, you're like a yeah. redneck genius. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's worth Probably. doing for a video. No, oh, yeah, for sure. You might lose an arm, but it's worth it. Yeah, this is weird. I'm used to Zencaster like kicking, kicking us out. out. Man, so That's why we don't ever need anything to talk about because you know we have like we just got to talk for like 15 minutes and then Zencaster <laughs> shuts off on us and then, yeah, you know we have time to collect our thoughts and now it's like we're running right through. So so I guess it's not really the end of Zen, which is our last episode. Yeah, yeah we'll have to change change the, to be, the name of that one. It was like, the uh, end for a little while. We fix then for this this episode. How'd you fix it? <laughs> uh, Chris plugged um, this in the right way. Yeah, I, yeah I, <laughs> I, I turned my computer off and turned it back on. <laughs> day one, after, so. after, I did what Grant told me to do. <laughs> after fifty people told him he tried it. Uh, yeah. Um, so I had a like like it used to work fine on a wireless connection. Um, but I ended up going and like checking all my connections and got it wired um, and just making sure everything was good with that. And I don't know, we're 107 minutes in and it hasn't given us a problem. 
See, this is where uh, Vincent's Probably about a hundred minutes in actually, because I gotta cut out all your bullshit. Oh come on! This is where Vincent's gonna message me and be like, "I told you," because I he literally I, I was just on his podcast, uh, Digitally Creative, this morning, and which it's not getting released till like November thirtieth or something. But he brought that up. He was just like, "Yeah, I'm using Zencaster." He's like, "I don't know why you guys are having so much issues." And he's like, uh, "Do you guys do Wi-Fi or direct connection?" And I'm like. Oh, just Wi-Fi. He's like, well, that's your problem. <laughs> He's totally going to be like, Chris, knew it. But that was a that was super uh, interesting conversation with him. Like, I think it was a good flow over on, on his. He's pretty good at keeping it going, unlike us. <laughs> you need one person that likes to talk more than everybody else. Hmm. Well, that's and usually they will, Corey. They will, they will <laughs> always fill the gap. Like, you know what would fit in good here? My voice. Let's An go. Adam Sandler <laughs> joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's not. <laughs> you're not an Adam. You're not a uh, Adam Sandler fan. No, I am. Hmm. Not, That's not, why he doesn't want me to do it. He doesn't want me to ruin it. Yeah, please stop ruining it. <laughs> I was trying to. Uh, Adam Sandler came in clutch the other day because I was trying to remember the name of the song, and I was like, I know it's in a movie, and I know it's in an Adam Sandler movie, and. um it's uh, was and then it I was the like, wedding singer. No, I thought it was the wedding singer. Right? So I googled the wedding singer um, soundtrack, and then I was like, no, it's where he's like making out with the old Chinese chick in Happy Gilmore. Uh, that song, I can't remember what's called. It's like it, not endless love, something like that. No, endless love isn't that, but it's yeah, like, yeah. You know what? Breakfast. That that's yeah. the same. It's it's, it's right? exile is the the band that sings it, mm. and uh, but yeah. So it came in clutch because I was like, what? And I like in my, you know, there's a lot of moth, uh, mothballs and bong resin in his brain. So I got to try to fire <laughs> it back up. So sometimes I'm like use videos, to get, old movies to connect it, make it happen. I watched that movie of his, uh, it's like some diamonds or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, was it good? You know what I'm talking about? Well, I went into it thinking it was going to be a comedy as the least funny movie I've ever seen in my life, but apparently it's not supposed to be. <laughs> so, uh, pretty disappointing from that point of view. I heard, it was I heard one person though. say it was like the best movie they'd ever seen. I was like, it's like, well, not for me. It, What's the best the movie you've ever seen? I don't know. Like, uh, you ever see Lawless? Oh, that's good. Yeah. I think that's one of my favorite movies. You haven't seen Lawless? Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I don't really it's watch got, movies. Uh, <laughs> Why are you even asking me what my favorite movie yeah. is? I used to watch so, movies back when I you know, had time, but now I don't. It's got uh, Shia LaBeouf in it. I think it was oh, yeah. before yeah, he Tom, went Tom I've Hardy. seen parts of it. Tom Hardy, yeah. Were they like brothers? Yeah, yeah. they are brothers. Yeah. yeah, I've seen parts of it. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. Yeah, and they're uh, uh, running moonshine. Yeah. <clears throat> I like the cars. I think that's probably my yeah, for what sure. draws me to it. So I watched a really good movie this week. Uh, if you like war movies, this is a really good one. But it's a uh, all quiet on the Western Front. It's on Netflix, and it's like all it's like trench warfare from World War One. But it's super good. It was like almost two and a half hours or three hours long, and it was just like good all the way through. That's cool. So, yeah, I've always wanted to. Make, you know what a uh, the the trench uh, trench knife that they had in World War One. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that at all? It's like the yeah, brass, isn't that the one with the yeah the brass knuckles, yeah, brass, brass knuckles, knucks, yeah. and then yeah, it's like a guard. Yeah, I always wanted to Dude, try to make one of those. We found one of those before I knew what it was. Um, 
when I was a kid, right? Like me and my brother, my stepdad used to, my ex-stepdad, but he used to collect like all kinds of shit. And he had just this room of random shit. And like every once in a while, we'd just like go through there and dig through shit. And it was like all old like phones and all this like just random old shit, like the bricks. And uh, sounds like my kind of guy. <laughs> and we found that knife and it was like the brass knuckles on it and the knife. And I'm like, this is so freaking cool. Like I thought it was like a civil war knife or something. But I, I think after like years later, I figured out that it was one of those trench knives. And I'm like, man, that's so fucking cool. But I have no idea what happened to it. I asked because my uh, younger brother, that's he, his dad. That's his dad. Anyway, and he actually passed away um, a few years ago. And I asked my brother, Greg, I'm like, whatever happened? Did you ever find that when you're like going through stuff? And he's like, oh, no, I've never I've never seen that. I'm like, damn, that thing was so cool. He probably sold it years ago, though. Yeah, they're cool. I'd like to try to make one, but I'm not exactly sure how how they made them. You know, because that brass had to have been, I'm assuming it was cast. Probably cast, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah a, what if you like made the blade with like a, uh, like a shank on it and then just, you know, poured the cast brass around it. Yeah. I thought about that, like that, but I don't know how you, it probably ruined your temper. Yeah. Then you'd have to temper it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Whatever. Let, it, let them figure it out in the YouTube comments. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't really have to work, right? Yeah. Just bends in half right at the <laughs> right at the connection point. You punch something with it, and all the knuckles break off of it. <laughs> be great. I think it'd be a cool project, but oh, for sure, yeah. I've been watching some of your videos. You got some pretty good videos. My videos? Yeah, I watched yeah. one. You you made like a uh, little engraving tool. Oh yeah, or whatever, like like the little vibrating one. That was pretty neat. Yeah, that turned out pretty good. It it worked yeah. way way better than I was expecting it to work. Huh. Yeah, I've been talking about trying to do some more YouTube videos, but it's uh, so much work. It is a lot of work, and it's, it's like a lot of, with minimal yeah, payoff. Yeah, like like I can notch a beam and make five hundred dollars, or I can you know spend two months building a car and make you know fifty bucks. Like right, it just. It doesn't really balance out. And yeah. I, I hate I hate feeling like that actually, that I'm letting that like sculpt what I do. But I don't know. I guess I still I still work on the other projects. Honestly, now I just record that stuff less, which actually helps me get it done faster. So maybe mm-hmm. it's a good thing. Yeah. I hate so like I was talking to my dad about that today. I was actually I was talking about your videos, your troll videos. And um <laughs> And, it, and he was like, he's like, that's cool. He's making some money, you know, goofing around and stuff. He's like, but he's like, do you want to be known by those videos where it's like you're trolling? And I was like, well, it depends on how much stuff I'm getting paid. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, don't you want to do like really cool stuff? And like, then that's how you're known. I'm like, well, you can do both, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like it's just the platform. Like, yeah. Like. I I feel like that's all Facebook is good for, you know? And then like Instagram, I can put my serious stuff. YouTube, I can put my, my long form serious stuff. Even the shorts on there, I feel like don't really mix in like, cause it's not like people see a short and then go to your channel, you know, yeah. it's just, it's, it's just. So they're supposed to start content, paying. Kind of. They're supposed yeah. to start paying for shorts like at the beginning huh. of the year or whatever. And uh, I'm going to 
start up. I've, I've uploaded a few shorts, just like mm, very sporadic, but I'm definitely going to do that because I have tons and tons of reels that I've saved on my hard drive, you know, from the last year. I'm like, might as well use these things. And I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not updating you to, I haven't done any YouTube videos in like at least six months. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, lately my only YouTube videos have been like, you know, these sponsored content videos like lasers right. and stuff like that. And I mean, yeah. I'm fine with that, you know, between you trolling and whoring, it's just, you know, <laughs> uh, pays the bills. Yep. It, it buys me cool, cool equipment like Bridgeport and stuff like that. So whatever. Yeah. No, I'm down. Do whatever it takes. It's a, I know when you hit 10,000 um, followers or whatever they're called on Facebook, fans i think mm-hmm. when you hit ten thousand, you um you're able to monetize long form video there and they actually mm-hmm. pay mm-hmm. better than um youtube mm-hmm. so oh, no shit so i'm Can just I gonna just re-upload yeah just re-upload yeah. oh wow yeah so mm-hmm. i'm gonna do the same thing um as soon as i'm like less than a thousand away right now so yeah. by the end mm-hmm. of the month i'll have a thousand on facebook and i'll i'll just start dumping all my Cause I have like 50, almost 50 or 40 YouTube videos. Yeah. So it should be a pretty good little, little, uh, honey hole between that and reels. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Facebook is paying you f- for like everything now. It's like, yeah, I feel like soon they're going to be paying you to just like comment or something. Well, <laughs> they're scared, man. Like that's Instagram, Facebook. Um, they're all scared of TikTok. Because TikTok is, I know you're not into it, but it is so much better of an algorithm. Like it's, it's, it just is like, they've, they've got it figured out. They've got it figured out to how to make you stay on the platform, Mm. you know, and just go through a ton of videos. It's really easy to get trapped on TikTok. So, and believe it or not, not for me. Yeah. But the more you do it, the, the easier it is. There's like a lot of old machinists on there. I think they're just on there for thirst traps. And then they're like, oh, there's like a lathe guy on here. And then they like to find me. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, because I go to their pages and they have like no videos. No, they're not following anybody. And then uh, they're like, you're doing that wrong. I'm like, yeah, I know. Go back to your thirst trap videos. Okay. <laughs> What's kind of funny about TikTok is how you can reply to them with a video. Oh, yeah. Like, like I, I, like I haven't done it, but I think it's. I think it's pretty crazy that you can do that because you so can't you do can, that on Facebook. Imagine somebody was trolling you. Can you do it on Instagram? You now, can though? because oh, I actually you? clicked. I clicked Chris's video to see because it said uh, do was not duet. Do, it's called something. Yeah, like, it's Stitch or is that? Yeah, it, it might be get, it's, getting it's all my all my terms. Uh, yeah, I think it's Stitch, but uh, so it pulls up the camera. Remix. 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 That's it. So it pulls up the camera and it does a split screen, and I can comment on Chris's video. And I was like, I am totally going to steal one of his where he's like doing this tape measure thing or whatever, or the chalk box. And then be like, this is how you should actually do it. And then me do it an even worse way. <laughs> and then just, you know, steal it. Of course, I don't know. That might flag me on, you know, because I'm sure it's all AI. It's, uh, you know, bots that are scrubbing the content. So if I steal mm-hmm. yours and then move it to the other platform, they might, uh, they might hit yeah, me for know. it. Hmm. I never get a straight answer either. That's the problem. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, it was one thing that was weird. I put a, uh, a song on a reel on Facebook 
and from their music library mm. and then got a message saying that that video wasn't approved for monetization because it had music on it. Right. It's like, you gave me yeah, the music. Yeah, the same thing happened to me. Yeah, like, the same thing. I, and I replied to them, like contested it on mine. It was like, it's, it's your music. It. <laughs> yeah. So just like, you, and reposted like it. you can contest this or, or cause I, well, I re I retried it with a different, the same song, but like a different remix of it. And I got the same thing. And I was like, these are, it was literally suggested at the very top of the thing. Like how many other people had to have picked that same song because they're like, yeah, this is a good one to use. And then I'm like, what, what the hell is going on here? So what did they come back with after you contested it? Uh, they never came back to me. <laughs> that sounds yeah. about right. Probably yeah. be another few weeks. So yeah. yeah. Let, let us know. We'll do. Well, you know who we shouldn't let down these patrons of ours that are waiting to hear their Jesus. name called. <laughs> Smooth. Uh, have you got the list or you need me to? No, I need on. you to do it. <laughs> All right. So we have got a Patreon. You can find us over there at patreon.com slash makeshift podcast. Uh, we got a couple different levels you can support us at. And we uh, read you off every week, no matter what level you support at. So we have got Keith Drennan from Blackthorn Concepts. Hatch made it. Ed Johns from ButtJoints.com, Junkyard Jewel, Green Street Joinery, Michael Nye, Vincent Ferrari, Brenda, Chad's Custom Creations, Mike from Pixels to Prototype, Toby Mural of UK Knife Maker Supply, Henry Davis of HG1 Metalworks, Woodland Iron, David Beckwith, Matthew from Archgino Serio, Metal Chef Customs, which is Jake Largan, uh, Maritime Knife Supply, Adam Coonrat, which is Uncle Sam Knifeworks, and David Wood. So thank you all for supporting us. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I actually just got a dust boot from Mike at Pix to Proto um, last week, or actually a couple days ago. Yeah, I need one for my Onefinity, actually. Uh, not that I'm asking Mike to make me one, but... <laughs> um, he, well... I was trying I, uh, to remember if he had a Onefinity, but I don't think he did. I was confused, confusing him with somebody else that bought a Phantom and had a Onefinity. Yeah, I've I've got one that I did 3D print, and it's it's okay, but it needs to be modified. So I think I'm just going to go in and play around with that, and uh, you know, make it work the way I need it to. What's up, Austin? You look like you got something to say. I was just going to talk to you about Fusion. Are, are oh, you yeah. are you uh, well versed in Fusion? Uh, I mean. I can make like round shapes and square shapes, and <laughs> you you have like the Tinkercad version of Fusion Masters. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm all right with it. I mean, I I, hell, I've, I feel like I've been using it for seven years, and I still am like every time I'm like just still muddling around with it, trying to figure it out. Like well, it's, it's pr- just probably because they fucking change shit all the time and like re-term yeah. things, and it's like. Like some, most of it stays the same, but some of it they'll just change on you, and you're like, "What the fuck just yeah. happened?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we talked about that last week. They just all of a sudden it's behind a paywall or something. Oh yeah, yeah. You lose a feature, but yeah. Why? What are you? Uh, what are you trying to do? Nothing. I'm just like, I'm so tech illiterate. You know, like mm-hmm. I can make you whatever you want as long as I don't have to do it on the computer first, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I need to. Uh, in fact, Vincent Ferrari. The other night I messaged him and I was like, it was a super simple, like quarter inch wide U shape. I just needed, but it was specific measurements. 
And I was like, I need this. I've been messing around in Carbide Create trying to create this thing because like that's my only program that I have to draw stuff in, mm-hmm. and uh, which is not friendly at all. No, that one's pretty terrible. Yeah. And um, if you're just like doing circles and squares, you're golden. But if you're like trying to like do something like that, it's it's just a nightmare. And uh, I was like, can you please help me for like, <laughs> please take pity on me and help me for like three minutes. He's like, yeah. He's like, like within two minutes, I had an email. He's like, you're good to go. I'm like, it's nice to have friends that will help you. It, it was like, I, I don't even know. It was like 11 o'clock at night too. He's like, I was asleep, but I heard my phone go off. I'm walking downstairs Jeez. to get my laptop for you. I'm like, sorry, <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> so, so Vincent was like, find other people to do this for you. And that's why you're asking us now. <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, yeah, I'm just spreading out, you know, some feelers. See if I can find some other, you know, people that can do the work for me. I like it. No, so I, I want to learn it, but I don't know. I have issues with, uh, sitting on a computer like mm. like i'll start doing like my books and i'm like okay three is good enough i'm out of here <laughs> like <laughs> which is why i only do my stuff once a year and uh and i just sit there for like three days and just struggle through it it's awful but yeah my wife that my wife works that kind of job where she sits doing that kind of work on a computer all day and i'm like how do you not kill yourself <laughs> like i would be so done trying to do that and um i don't know it's i think it's a certain skill set to be able to sit at a computer and design stuff mm-hmm. i feel like if i had like one of those tony stark like hologram boards mm-hmm. where you could like draw in place you know something like that yeah. that'd be better yeah i can't but, wait for that but then everybody yeah. would be that smart <laughs> and then we'll all be that dumb because we rely on the technology to do everything for us. It'd be great though. We'll make cool stuff for a little while till the robots take over. Yeah. And then we don't have to do as much. Haven't you seen Wally? We can just like float off into space and, you know, get huge and then just float around in little chairs and have slurpees all day. You guys probably haven't seen that movie. I've seen it. I have kids. <laughs> I think I have. I've seen it. Bunches of times. That's a good movie. Yeah. I mean, I like fusion for, not even just like stuff like that I need to either 3d print like or, or cut out or something, but just for designing stuff and, you know, furniture and whatever. And like the other day we had to go measure this mausoleum and then we're supposed to sketch it up and whatever. And like, everybody's kind of freaking out about how they're going to do it. And I just took all my measurements home, put them all in fusion 360. I modeled it up and, now I have the actual model like in my house that I can, you know, look at and reference and whatever. So yeah, it's, it's nice to know how to use that stuff. Like it's, I think it's definitely worth learning, but it, it can have a steep learning curve if you're not really into that kind of stuff. I feel like it fusion was so, cause I've done SketchUp before and I was like, SketchUp is like, it's like CAD for kids. Right. But I felt like F- fusion right. to me felt like it was like a, the <laughs> opposite people mad. <laughs> it was like the opposite. Uh, I don't know. It felt like it didn't, it made fusion not intuitive is what I'm trying to say. Like mm. it didn't feel intuitive. Like I was like, how do you get this thing to move? Cause I, I tried fusion for like, I was doing the course on, on uh, there's like a course on YouTube. Mm. Is, it's like 30 days. You do like one project a day or whatever. And it seems like, like the guy, 
Titans of CNC or is that a different one? Maybe that might've been it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like a Coke bottle. Like you, I don't know. You're just like modeling different stuff each day. And uh, I made it like three days before I was like, I'm not learning a single thing here. <laughs> like it's, I don't know. I just need to buckle down and try to do it. But I find that like some things I just am like not able to force myself to learn the basics of, like I tried learning blender and I was mm-hmm. going through one of those courses and I was just like, nope not into it like this is boring yeah, blenders tough, and yeah. you know but i'm sure if it had like ramped up quicker or whatever but you know again i needed to learn those those fundamentals and whatever and i just wasn't having it so yeah um, i feel like, like i watch uh do you guys watch morley or you, you know who morley yeah, is? yeah morley kurt yeah he when he i watch his yeah, videos with one wheel yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah. Uh, when I watch his videos of him doing fusion, I'm like, God, I wish I was like, I wish I could do that. Cause he's just like, mm. here's how you do it. And it's like super, it's real time, but it's like super fast. Mm, yeah. I was like, Damn, man. I, I, I am envious, but I also don't want to spend a year trying to learn it, you know? Yeah. See, I try to get into like the parametric stuff where I'm putting in like parameters and like every time I start doing it, I'm like, Nah, this is taking too long. I'm just going to do it the way I know how to do oh, it. Yeah. And then I just draw it. And like, you know, all that parametric stuff is great if you ever need to edit it. And, and if you don't do it that way, but you do it like my way, then when you do need to edit something, you just absolutely hate your life. Oh, it's a nightmare. So, yeah. I'm yeah. the same way. I'm like, I, I should learn the parametric because the guys that are doing it and you can just adjust something and you can get like, if like I saw a somebody do a toolbox and they can have just one, you know, one one thing for like a drawer and then they made all the other drawer sizes just off of changing a few things and i'm like oh that'd be nice i would have done all of those individually yeah. <laughs> copied and pasted and <laughs> and it would have been a nightmare of a timeline mm. but, i love when you um, copy and paste something and then you modify one of those and they both only need it. to modify one <laughs> yeah and all of them change it's like no yeah. i don't want that one to change <laughs> yeah and it's you like can't, you can't unchain it like what's yeah. going on yeah yeah it's, it's annoying a lot of fun love that feature autodesk yeah i have been figuring out the derive function though of like having like if you have multiple parts in one mm. uh program you can like make a derive take oh, this yeah. one component out and just put it in its own job file and then any changes you make to that one changes in the assembly file which is super cool to mm. be able to make little little adjustments i'm like oh that's super cool mm. um, get you a little organized too. Uh, I think what would be good for you though, Austin is like a machinist geared fusion training. So like either the Titans, of CNC, if they're still doing it, because that's what got me started or, um, NYC CNC, uh, John Saunders, he might be related to you. Um, he, uh, <laughs> has some really good videos and he's actually, from what I've heard, been building like a training facility up there. So, and like, I'm like, man, how badass would it be? Like, I just want to go spend a week up there and I already know how to do most of that stuff, but just to go hang out with him and see his shop and take like a, a week course to like refresh on all this crap would be super cool. Yeah. I mean, most of the stuff that I want to do is not really machining. I mean, it's machining adjacent, adjacent, but I'd like to do some, um, some, um, molds for cast, like doing Mm. bronze and aluminum casting and then machine the finished part you know kind of like what chris did on for the make what you fear or whatever yeah yeah i don't want gas cap but 
Yeah, you should have made a gas cap for your new damn gas can. That would have been better. Um, <laughs> but I want to do like you ever seen those uh, old drill indexes that um, like from the forties and fifties where they actually clamp on the mm. riser post of your drill press. You ever mm, seen yeah, those? yeah, we, yeah. We oh were yeah, talking I think about you... this like like yeah, six months ago. Yeah, me. And yeah, you, when you were on four. Yeah. No, he, he was. Oh, saying, he we talk about, about it on, on here? the podcast. Yeah. yeah, really? Okay, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. I'm not the only one who forgets uh, things. Except for Tom. I forget Tom. <laughs> I forgot my name, too. I mean, no big deal. Remember well, John's yeah, I didn't forget your I name. I remember Austin's <laughs> I didn't forget your name. I forgot everything else. <laughs> it's like, where am I? <laughs> but anyways, I like to do stuff like that. You know, some, some, some belt buckles or, you know, just whatever. Some other cool stuff. Oh, I mean, machining. I don't have chotch- any CNC. Keys. Yeah, I want some tchotchkes. Chotch- <laughs> some flair that I can wear around, you know. Um, but I don't have any like CNC. All my machining stuff is manual, so I don't need fusion for that. No, you need it for uh, your rotary CNC when you get it. Right. But <laughs> I thought when I buy one of those, it comes with you programming all the files for me. <laughs> for you, maybe. Because <laughs> I know you're going to just message me at 11 o'clock at night and I'm like, damn it. Oh, still- yeah. I need, well, here's the thing. I, the good news is I only need like 10 of them to start. And then that'll, that'll make me good for a while, a long time until like I need some new stuff. Perfect. I don't know. So, I was about to hit you up for like a hammer file. I already sent you a hammer file. <laughs> yeah, no, but I need one like specific. I need like, mm. you sent me like just a random test file. I need like, you know, what I actually need now. Mm, I got you. I did model up a cool handle that I haven't milled yet. And it's like the, uh, What's that? The the twist you can do in um in blacksmithing where you like cut all those reliefs and you do like the cube Rubik. twist. Rubik twist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um I modeled up one of those to be milled on the on the rotary. And mm. uh I think it looks pretty cool. I just haven't got around to making that yet. Need to. Sounds like a comfortable ha- hammer. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be great. Just knock off the corners a little bit. You're fine. Look, so, I don't make comfortable handles. I make cool looking handles. <laughs> wear a, wear a, a glove with padding. <laughs> I think the uh, you should just use hashtag fashion before function. Yeah, yeah, dude. I did find out that wingay is super strong though. I like you can't really see it, but I had a big whelp on my arm here from where I was like I, I had. I did that epoxy pour the other day and I had excess and I'm like, Oh, what are we going to do with this excess? And I'm like, Oh, if we, if we took some piece of wood and we shoved it in here, then later we can put it on the rotary and mill it back down. And I'm like, Oh, what do we got? And so I'm like running around trying to find something that's like, we had this little bottle to pour it in. That's like almost one of those like circular or cylinder glue bottles. And, uh, so I'm like looking for stuff and I find this piece of wind gay that would like, we had, already kind of turned it like rough turned it down but it got too small and like went scrap pile and so i'm like trying to saw through it really quick with like the tiniest saw that i could find because i couldn't find the big saw and so i'm trying to cut this thing down with like a flush trim saw it was like a like this big like little dewalt one and i get like halfway through and i'm trying to like snap it it won't go and i'm trying to like beat it on the on my bench table which beat the shit out of my bench table and cut cut some more through it and i'm hitting it and Eventually, I'm like, okay, I'm not hacksawing this anymore. I'm just going to break this fucker. 
So I'm like just really, really fucking hitting this on as hard as I can. Enough to where like Brian was like, I'm going to the other side of the shop because this is going to come off and hit me. And I nail it on the table and it breaks and just comes right back and hits me in the wrist. And I'm like, fuck, it hurts so bad. <laughs> but that's going to be really rewarding when I turn that thing down. <laughs> it like swelled up immediately too. It was like a goose egg on my wrist. It's like, damn. Yeah. Man, I got myself pretty good. I don't know if you guys can see that that mark on my hand. <laughs> it's yeah. it's pretty bad. Um, is it above your V eight juice tattoo? It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was I was driving the mandrel through for that hammer eye, and uh, I, punching a hammer hole by hand is pretty miserable. Yeah. Um, mm. And I completely missed and just crushed my wrist. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Uh, at least it was your own wrist and not somebody else's or their knuckle (laughs) no i would have been i would have been much better off with this being somebody else's (laughs) (laughs) so did you forge that whole hammer by hand um i mean i used the power hammer a little bit but you know we started out because it was a four inch long by uh what was it one and a quarter um one and a quarter by one and a quarter by four and we needed to, we, we, you know, stood it up long ways, crushed yeah, it down a little it. bit. And yeah. Um, yeah, it was pretty upset. Um, not as upset as you after hitting your wrist. Yeah, not as upset as I was after I smashed myself <laughs> with a hammer. But um, yeah, did that. Got it to like, I don't know, I guess it was like three and three quarters by like inch and a half or something. And then um once I went to round the faces off, I did that on the power hammer too, but everything else in between was all by hand driving right. a punch. What about and, like uh, the fullers putting in the fullers? Um, yeah. I, th- so I, I did that with, uh, one of the spring tools. Well, first we did it, you know, using, you know, a hammer and a, a, a die with that shape in it. Just did that by hand. Um, and then after I did the other work and did stuff with the power hammer, they were kind of, getting washed out so i used one of those spring tools and just cleaned it up right that, that made it look really good so you ever watch any brent bailey videos on youtube of him making hammers mm, i don't think so they're super Maybe. super impressive like he, i think he's yeah. got like a 250 pound little giant mm-hmm. and it takes him like four minutes or six minutes to make it and it's real time Jesus. to make a hammer well it's like it's unbelievable but you can that, tell he's made hundreds and hundreds of hammers you know yeah did i tell you i bought a little giant yeah you told me yeah, yeah. can't hide that facebook money man troll money is the best money i hear <laughs> uh yeah yeah mine's only a 25 pounder but i gotta go pick that up uh i don't know i guess my last day of classes is like december 6th or something so sometime after then before we start up next semester yeah i'm gonna go grab it Where's uh, Maryland? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you ride by here, feel free to just keep driving by. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I had one of these podcast hosts, it's kind of a weirdo. I heard yeah. he got your CNC machine working for you. Uh, I mean, technically, he just told me to do the same. You know how you don't listen to people when they tell you to just restart your computer and hardwire it yeah. for your podcast? That's how I was with my CNC machine, where people just kept telling me to tighten the belts, and I just ignored them. Yeah, until yeah was you like, were like, oh, they're plenty tight. They were. They were pretty tight. 
<laughs> I mean, they're insanely tight now. They weren't tight. <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty tight. If like you can tighten band. them anymore, they weren't <laughs> tight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now you can't. Like they're, they, they squeak a lot now because yeah. they're so tight. Hmm. Yeah. Actually, I've seen people now, um, you know, because they're all using like just whatever Chinese, whatever the cheapest like Chinese stepper motors and stuff. Like I've seen a few people just like shearing the shafts right off and whatever. So, yeah. That, I would love uh, to get a ball screw machine instead of, but really, I don't use it enough. Like I used it for the first time yesterday. Yeah. In like a month and a half. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I got still G- getting oh go ahead. I got the G ten to work. Yeah. And I was able to I cut enough G ten for a year worth of my sales. So and it's like five thousand dollars worth of product in a day. Like, well, okay, I'm done. This the machine already paid for itself. Like, yeah. That's that's, that's awesome. it. So so now I'm like it, I guess it's just gonna sit there. And then my uncle was like, he's making some like uh some kind of like dog looks like a little dog house that's like a leash holder or whatever. And he needed, he mm-hmm. needed like the opening, like the U shape opening of a dog house. And he's like, can you cut these out like fast when you're CNC? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So we cut out like five of them and I mean, uh, 10 of them in five minutes. He's like, that is way faster than me sitting there with a big ass forcer bit and trying to hand all these yeah. out and sand them. Mm-hmm. Like cool. Yeah. thousand bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm still working on getting that one finity set up. Um I I got my uh like wasteboard, the strips and everything made over the weekend and I was waiting for the um T slot uh or T tracks to come. So I finally got those, got all the strips cut this last weekend, and they give you like a Xbox controller with yeah. it. Yeah. And you can you can like turn up the speed for, you know, how fast it moves with the controller by pressing like the A or X or whatever the, uh, whatever the buttons are. But then you just use like the joystick to drive it. And man, that thing is fast. Like when you put it on its fastest setting and you can just like whip it around, like it's pretty wild. That's hmm. uh, it's, it's so, so different compared to the Shapoko. It's crazy. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't tell you yet, but I got a, a one finity coming. Do you really? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Work worked something out with a with a guy, and uh, I got it. Actually, got mailed out today, so I'm probably just gonna tear it apart and make it a, a rotary. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get a new one or? Nah, it's used, but it's uh, oh, okay. I forget I forget what size he said it would he what it what it was, but you know I'm really I, I really want to know how they can get their price so low, like. Of they're using those linear tubes and not extrusion, mm. and I'm like, I wonder if there's something to that, but I don't know where you source that at or anything. So I'm going to use this one as like a R and D. So they'll probably sue me, but <laughs> you might have to edit this <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm paying for the damn thing. Might as well be able to fuck well, it up. There are there are people on there. Uh, like f- like forums and whatever and Facebook group that have made rotaries out of theirs. Mm, okay, cool. um, and they seem to be having a little more luck than I am. Uh, mm. So I guess their controller is probably a little more like works a little better with that. So like probably the, the operator one too. is kind of. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like the Shaboko lends itself to having a rotary mounted on the front of it. 
because it, like you can get the the router hangs off so much you could actually get mm-hmm. past the front rail mm-hmm. you know yeah well i mean i guess the design does like the limiting thing is the software and yeah. then the controller so that's where i'm running into problems right now cuz i'm trying right. to use their controller i'm trying to use <clears throat> carbide motion um and you know it's just not designed to work like that could you just dump all that and then use the same kind of program that Corey's using? Yeah, uh, but my whole thing was I wanted to just say that I did it. You know, there was no no real reason to do it other than just to say like, "Hey, I was able to do this." Like, I think you're right there at it. I think you've already got it spinning. You just got to get it calibrated right. I think you just yeah, need another yeah. day to fuck with it, and you'll be there. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, you're probably I'll, right. I'll, I'll let you talk need- to Brian. Yeah, I need I need He's that. his hours for those that phone call. <laughs> <laughs> I need him here actually, so he can just be like boop boop boop, get it working and <laughs> Oh man. I don't know if you guys can tell, but my voice is about at it, so Yes, I can cool. tell. Yeah, yeah. I can tell. Yeah, okay. I was pretty happy when we were thanking the patrons like a half hour ago because I was like, sweet, <laughs> maybe we're wrapping this up. Yeah. But uh then we talked for another Another 30 minutes or so. So, uh, so do we start the think? after show now? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we already did the after show, and that was like... Yeah, this hour. was the after show. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I think it was about 45 minutes ago when we were talking about the... Uh, the Christmas. The Christmas. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, you guys got anything else? No, I'm out of water, man. No. I got to go. Yeah, I'm out of water, too. <laughs> yeah, me, too. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you next week. Yep, see you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Unless we've been canceled by then. Mm-hmm.